Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. <laughs> and it's Wednesday, bitchy. I'm already laughing. I'm, I'm high, guys. We started early, and a bitch is little... What? Hi. <laughs> I thought you said you were going to stop smoking. But then you passed the blunt. You put the honey on the blunt. It was like she put the backwood with the honey. And then I had to say yes, because you don't have a sugar addiction. Say yes to Mila. That's an um, advertisement for saying yes to me. And, you know, I'm battling. I go. I battle sometimes between what I want to do impulsively and, like, what I should do for my greater good. And sometimes I feel like they fight each other, but then sometimes I feel like they're combined and it's hard to distinguish which one I should follow with. And so smoking sometimes, I feel like, is that when podcasting sometimes? I'm like, should I smoke? Also, like, I need to clear my brain. But then I'm like, but I'm so, I like smoking and I enjoy smoking. But then I'm like eating a lot. So I go back and forth. But today I succumbed. She, she told me last, she told me last week or the other day, I think I'm, I think I'm going to quit smoking. I was like, okay, because you're totally cannabis advocate. <laughs> going to totally work for our speaking engagements. Um, but same. I've been trying to go on a juice detox for like the last seven years. You so. have. You have. <laughs> I've been She's like, I can't wait to go to Mexico. I'm like, did, where did she bought juices one day? I never heard of the juice detox again. <laughs> Not once. Instead, <gasps> I just saw her eating really lavish, high protein fat meals every day. Well, I figured the meat under the country is better. So if I'm going to indulge, I should indulge where they treat the animals better. Oh my God. Speaking of which, there was a, a, a kind pig that I met and... We became friends. I was feeding him water and, you know, I left to the, the lakes to the, for like five days and I came back and he was gone. And I was like, where's Pancho? <laughs> I'm pretty sure Pancho got eaten for dinner. Oh. So now I'm really, I'm going to go on the juice cleanse. Mm. Also, that happened like three weeks ago. You should have okay. been with, don't let this bitch fool you guys. But also, but also... I'm not getting any younger. I'm like 34 is like, bitch, you're a real adult. Like I, I have this like mass in my thigh. Everyone's making me freak out about it. I've had it for like a year, but they're like, go to the doctor. And then I'm like, bitch, you should go to the doctor. You're not like 20. And then like we drink and I just don't want to look old. I don't want to have an old neck. I'm listen, I have Caucasian in me. I know I don't tell a lot of people this, but I'm here. I don't, don't tell too many people. Shh. <laughs> I'm worried. They're going to report us for saying nigga. I'm worried that it's going to come for me in my looks. Okay. I think that I have to tread lightly with how much alcohol and fun time that I consume as I approach my mid thirties and early forties. And I'm like, I, I think I need to make a choice. I'll never forget one time when I used to work for Macy Gray, she was like, she came back. She's like, Oh my God. I talked to Sierra. I went to lunch with Sierra. Sierra doesn't drink or smoke. She looks fucking amazing and you know she told you know who sierra you know who told sierra to do it j-lo that's yeah. the secret and that's why j-lo looks so fucking amazing she doesn't drink or smoke like anything really <laughs> ever and i was like oh my god and it stressed me out and i was like oh my god do i like i am mexican like do i need to not drink or smoke now does it have to start now i'm gonna start cracking early like is the melon gonna like is there enough in there that's let, gonna save me let me tell you one thing i used to work at a recording studio and j-lo came in one time the bitch glows in the dark. She's, she's glowing. She's she's floating. I think she elevates like, like above the the earth. It wasn't even like she was stepping like a regular step. It was just like, ah, mm -hmm. ah, 
Jenny from the block, you know? And that's probably why, because you probably glow a little when you don't tox, toxic your body with toxins. And then you see all the, like, the old people that have been vegans their whole life, and they look, there's that black woman, I can't remember her name, but she like went viral for a second, and she has a garden, and she's been eating Vegan. out of yeah, it. Yeah, I saw her, her like, no, years and, the, and years and years. they show her husband, who does eat meat, and he looks old as fuck? And she looks, yeah, so basically, anyway, you guys, the, um, the theme for this month. <laughs> Welcome to... Um, good Moms Gone Wild because it's Good Moms Gone Wild September because we have to find the balance between the two, right? Like we can't deprive ourselves of things. Like there's no fucking way I'm never drinking again. Like that's just not going to happen. I'm not – I may not look like J-Lo, but I will look like 90% J-Lo. Well, first of all, we got to be realistic about the type of people we are. We're the type of bitches that are going to stay young and beautiful because we party hard. I have a few friends and they're old. Self-preserved. You had to put like almost like if you've been if we've been drinking tequila this long, if we lose it, our bodies won't know how to react. They'll be like, bitch. So we're like, it's already in our DNA, like the tequila. So we have to keep a good balance. But the trick is, the trick is very healthy, go very hard. Because, okay, imagine, like I was walking past the store in the mall. I don't know if it was like Jay Hill. I don't know. It was like a very like. Jay Hill. I don't know. It was like <laughs> The Gap or something. It was just like one of the like Banana Republic. Like the ones where the, like you could tell like. A Connecticut. Big, yeah, yeah. The conservative, the conservative mom who just turned 40 but doesn't want anyone to see her breast line is like shopping in there like with the slacks. And I was like, I never want to step a foot. I don't care how old I get. Don't ever let me step a foot in there. And like. Maybe wear a pearls and like a tight bun and especially that little kitten heel. Mm. Oh, I don't want to ever but wear that kitten heel. So I feel like the, the trick is you have to go, if, when you're the type of DNA like us, when there's still like a lot of tequila in it, you can't just go all the way off. You have to find a balanced life of going hard and being really healthy. Yeah, I think that it's one or the other because I look at people like Ozzy Osbourne mm-hmm. who's clearly like partied. Like he's... He's hay on by a thread, but he looks great. Like, have you ever looked at his skin? Like, it's it's preserved. Aussies? I'm telling you, some of these rock stars, mm. like, it's like formaldehyde in their bodies. It is. Tequila's formaldehyde. They're like, have, they've injected it, and they're halfway dead, but their skin is fully alive, and mm. they look young. Yeah. And if they ever stopped drinking or using- They would croak. They would die. For sure. Um. So you either have to do that, or you have to, like, be super healthy and go hard. You can't go in the middle. The middle is the danger zone. And definitely just don't step into like that store that I, I think it was called J Hill. I don't know. It's just what well, you know the stores I'm talking about. You know about. the gap is cool now. You show some cleavage, let down your hair. It's it's imperative to your like like you gotta go a little wild. Like leave those kids at home. Even if you're like really conservative in your regular life, even if you have to go alone alone, like go away alone. Don't tell anyone and just do some wild shit. Just come to our live show. Just come to our live show. That could be the wild shit you do. Yeah. You have to be very stuffy in your day life at PTA or at the office or wherever the fuck your husband's very judgmental. Just order that shit from Fashion Nova. (laughs) Order that fucking spandex. Hide it. And then just slip it in the car like you did in high school and come to the show. You're going to feel so much better on Monday. Oh, my God. You're going to feel amazing. And we're we're going on tour in September, you guys, on the East Coast. The end of this month. I know. It's in a few weeks, so you get the tickets. It's in this episode description. We're going to Philly, Chicago, New York, Atlanta, uh, Atlanta, and D.C. And it's almost sold out, so it's very exclusive. You don't want to miss this opportunity. What better bitches to party with than these two good moms that are definitely going to get wild? I might even, like, ride your boat or whatever the girls are saying. (laughs) Ride your boat? Oh, drive the boat. boat. I'm going to drive your boat. (laughs) 
<laughs> you sounded like the BTA mom. I'm going to drive your boat. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. You know what the fuck I mean. I'm going to pour some shit in your mouth. It's going to be wild. <laughs> Have you seen the movie Hangover? It's going to be like that, but minus like 10. <laughs> but we'll get you home safely. <laughs> Uber, you should Uber to our show. Well, Uber. Maybe we'll Uber will give us a code. Maybe not. Either way, you'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also come meet other people who are down to get ratchet too. You In know, your city. I, I think it's hard to find like um, women who are. You know what I, I realize? It's it's radical to to really be a mom and be a woman and be like, this is it. Like I'm gonna be a wild bitch. Like I'm a little wild. I'm gonna be a little wild. So I know it's not like highly sought after. But if you want to find a circle that you can actually come as that person, I'm telling you this is the place to be. Because look at us. This is who we attract. People who are going to just want to be a little wild. So you'll find your local little wild people and then you'll have like a crew. And that way you could like get on Discord and tell us what you guys are doing on the weekends. I know. And send pictures because we're nosy. <sighs> I love the tribe. I do. I really feel like I we love manifested the tribe. this. I love the tribe. Yeah, because it's true. People are always like, I don't, I can't meet my person. This is it. Sometimes you can come to Costa Rica. Sometimes you just go to a live show. Either way, you're going to meet your people. So, um, yeah, yes. Anyway, how are you? I'm good. I'm my heart is full. We're very, 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 very busy. I can't believe we're going on a five city tour. I feel like a rapper. So. <laughs> we are a rapper. I know. I'm like I'm on tour. Just wait till we start booking festivals. I'm oh like, my god, oh, yeah. that's coming. I'm performing at Bonnaroo. <laughs> yep, Coachella. Yeah, the Sahara tent. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, we'll be at the Sahara. Four o'clock. Yeah. Remember back in the day when we used to go. That's to go my VIP? biggest. If, oh my god, you guys, listen. I need a collective manifestation of this. Are you listening to us? <sighs> it is my lifelong goal to perform at Coachella. I didn't know what it was going to be, but it's going to be podcasting. Coachella, mark my words, is going to start booking podcasters, and we are going to be on that list. And it's going to be the most epic. Good Moms Gone Wild Coachella edition you've ever fucking heard, okay? Mm -hmm. Does that excite you? I know. It's exciting. I, might, I think I'm going to get like a pinata filled with drugs, and then we're going to bring people up on the stage, and we're going to sprinkle all the drugs into the crowd. Visualize that, too. Oh, my God. But just nobody's to us. No. <laughs> it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be never before When she seen. says drugs, she means weed, guys. Weed. Weed and edibles. <laughs> Um, I heard that I heard I said this on another previous episode I was listening to, and I just want to say it again, um, just like the the great and sometimes questionable Joe Budden does. Nothing I say on this episode is uh, can be it's used against me. It's true or factual. It's, it's all for entertainment, for entertainment purposes. purposes. Everything is for entertainment purposes on this episode. Speaking of manifestations and witchy magic shit, I think it's tarot time. Do 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 do. It's tarot time. Oh man, not those. No, not the bees. Um, <clears throat> I pulled the hanged man. Hmm, the hanged man. It looks a bit scary, but one thing I've learned about tarot is that the scary cards are not always so scary. They're actually the most exciting ones usually. So you got to go a little deeper. Mm -hmm. um, it means pause, surrender, letting go, and new perspectives. The hangman reminds you that sometimes you have to put everything on hold before you can take the next step or the universe will do it on your behalf. And it may not always be at the most convenient time. You may have heard the saying, what, what got you here at play, wait, what, <laughs> what got you here won't get you there. 
And that, indeed, is at play in this card. The hanged man calls you to release the old mental models and behavioral patterns that no longer serve you so you can see your world from a new perspective and embrace new opportunities that would have otherwise been hidden from you if you didn't hit the brakes. Mm. Here's the thing. These pauses can be voluntary or involuntary. Mm. If you're in tune with your intuition, you'll start to have a sense for when it's time to hit the brakes and put things on hold before things get out of hand. But if you're out of alignment and oblivious to those intuitive signs, the universe will probably put things on hold for you. Sit your ass down, bitch. In the form of continued obstacles, mm. ill health, and breakdowns. When you sense the pause coming, pay attention to it. Otherwise, the universe will turn up the volume until you can't ignore it any longer. That really resonates with me. And even what we were just talking about earlier with <clears throat> choosing between being young or being fun, <clears throat> staying young and like feeling like, I need to like refocus on my health. Like that's kind of like where I've been at because I like, you know, Mila always says I'm a hypochondriac, but I've been really feeling and energetically like I need something needs to shift. I don't feel good. I don't like, I feel heavy. I feel tired. Like something has to be eliminated and replaced with something that's going to fill me. And I think this summer like really did that for me, you know, like really, Although we were really busy all summer, I was super intentional and like tried to have better boundaries around my health and like what I what makes me feel good so that I can be of service to my kid, to myself, to my business, to you, like to my family, because I was like burnt out, you know. So I think that that definitely speaks to me. I think as like um, our lives begin to move really quickly and we are obligated to do more things, I think it becomes, you have to choose. You have to choose to like cut out people and things and activities that f fall to the wayside. You know what I mean? Because you are so busy. So you have to be super intentional with your time and how you spend it and like, like going to Mexico for a month. You know what I mean? I was like, if I don't do this, I'm not going to do it, you know? And like, I granted I've been going ever since, but, um, I, I agree, and I, I'm going to go on the juice cleanse. <laughs> I just love to eat. I love to eat so much. But, again, I, I saw really quickly, like, my skin was fucking up in, in Mexico. Like, I just was like. You have to change your perspective on what that means to you. Right. Like, you can still eat, bitch. Like, you can still eat. <laughs> not a juice cleanse. But, Maybe well, not on juice cleanse, but even, like, your diet like your diet in general. I'm not saying you eat unhealthy. We've already done this debate. I'm not going to go back down that road Good, with you. you shouldn't. <clears throat> but I'm just saying, like, as we get older, though, like, being more mindful, still eating and doing everything you want, but, like, maybe, like, just adjusting and adding more nutritious things to whatever that you're, whether it's your body, whether it's your lifestyle, whether it's your relationships, like, knowing the things that are taking away and also, like, making you feel <laughs> decrepit. <laughs> you know, I was having, like, interesting thoughts, like, very morbid thoughts like you. But I was, like, I, um, after I went to Mexico and then... I went to New Orleans. I went to Philly to go on a, a family trip with my family to um, North Carolina. We rented a house. But, you know, it was with my grandmother, and um, she's turning 80 this year. And I was just like, you know, like, people die. My grandma has been talking about it for years. Like, I'm not trying to live till I'm 100. Like, burn me. Like, That's what my grandmother keep. says, too. She's like, girl, I'm cool. Like, but I was just thinking, like, damn, like, this cycle comes to an end. And, you know, like even being in love and being a mother, like, damn, how can I care more about my health? Like, what if my fuck shit stops me? Like, 
you know, anything can happen and just being like, just grateful for the vessel. And like, yeah, like you said, changing my perspective of like starving myself versus like eating for, for growth and eating for like just health. Well, nutrition and fuel, fuel and, and yeah. joy and pleasure. All those things. Because the balance. And, and clarity. And then I was getting really dark because you know I, I feel about America and I was like if I'm going to be healthy I have to get out of America because all they do is feed you poison because I want to kill you because the FDA and because lobbyists and the money and pharmaceutical companies and I was like ah! Whoa. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean to put that on everybody. <laughs> This is how my Sounds mind like works. Sounds like you need to start your juice cleanse. <laughs> <laughs> this is how my crazy brain works. So Bitch, I, you don't let me sit alone for too long. You already know. I'm the one that's literally, I am the morbid one. I'm like, we're in the, where were we? Okay, speaking of New Orleans, let's go to New Orleans. Because, okay. So we went to Essence Fest. and We manifested Essence Fest. We really did. We have been manifesting Essence Fest. And I want to say for like maybe two previous, we've been talking like, about this. Maybe like a year and a half, two years. Two years. Since the last one. We were we like, go, I we were really want to go. But I think before that we talked about it. And this year we almost didn't go. Like we're, it was coming close. We're like, damn, no one's called. No, I think we applied. And then they like sent us and like basically come for free. And I was like, God, we're going to spend money to go? No. And then, you know, we're, me and Mila, we talked about it in a previous episode. We're in a place where we're like, no, we're, we're going to say no to the things that maybe we would have said yes to until it feels like right. And so we said, we passed on it. We're like, no. We're cool. Mm -hmm. And then like two weeks later, knock, knock on the door. Here comes Planned Parenthood and asking us to be a part of their panel, which was like super meaningful. And um, it was about the birds and the bees, sex positive parenting. And, you know, that's our shit and how like that's important to us to spread that message for the babies and like just for normalizing sex and sexuality. And voila. Voila. We are in New Orleans at Essence Fest with all the greats like so much black excellence i was thinking that you know i get high and i was like imagine like how high it's vibrant new orleans is vibrating right now with all this black excellence and this like very like ancient city that has all this like black history that's what i felt when i was there i mm -hmm. could feel that presence i could feel the magic i could feel the i don't know like motivation it was motivation but like just the belief in spirit there Mm -hmm. And like that so many things have, I guess, almost, it felt like the inception point of a lot of magic, especially with black people mm -hmm. in America there, like bringing that, mm. bringing that from where we come from and like it manifesting here. I could just feel it there. And like, I, I really want to go back and spend more time. I want to go on like a bunch of different like experiences, but just being there, I felt it. And then on top of that, it being Essence Fest and all those black people there, all so much joy that was happening. So people much were joy. so happy to be there and just experiencing all this fucking good music, just meeting new people. You could just feel the energy. Like you could feel the love. Yeah. You could feel, really feel like the black love in the air. And like, it was super beautiful. It was really super. And then, and the fact that Erica and I had manifested it, you know, it was just, it felt very magical. Um, the panel went really well. And um, as, it, Per the usual, our, our wonderful partners have accompanied us. And um, it was just, it was so fun. And like, we're in New Orleans, so you know we got to get ratchet. And um, it was me and Erica's reunited, and it feels so good ever since I was in Mexico for four weeks. So we like splurged and went to go see like Janet and New Edition. Actually, they kind of played us because it was supposed to be Thames. Thames. And Thames didn't show up. I was pissed. I'm really bad. Um, but whatever. <laughs> um, it was still really beautiful. 
We ate a lot of food. And we had like an epic night. We did. And when, what, was wait, that the night? Wait. So one night we went we went to go see Janet. Then we left and went to a Spotify party. Oh, wait, wait. We got to start from the beginning. Okay, fuck. We did our panel. We did the panel. Erica like planned all these dinners. We went to dinner. We had a beautiful dinner, us and our double dates. And we were like all fueled up because we had this bomb ass panel. We felt super official because like, you know, we feel official. We do panels. And it was like Planned Parenthood. It was like the director of education. And I was like, I'm smart. I know things. And she was like, you do? And I was like, yes, I knew, yes, it. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Planned Parenthood said so. Um, and and then we went to Janet Jackson. But before we left dinner, we we all split some chocolate mushrooms. mushrooms. We set our intentions over the mushrooms. But before that, Erica um, confessed her love for me and Orlando's love and cried at the dinner table. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot I did that. <laughs> like literally real tears. Like, I love you guys so much. And I love this union. And I can't wait for your wedding. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> you you gonna come? You think so? You think he's the one? <laughs> well, if you said so, it's true, huh? I was like, oh, she noticed. <laughs> and then like her partner, because me and her, me and Orlando and Erica are like crying all the time together. But he was probably like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck kind of weird family dynamic did I enter? Get used to it, nigga. <laughs> Surprise! You're married Surprise. to all of us. <laughs> um, so we t- we did our intention over our magic mushrooms, and then, boom, we go to see the Janet concert. And like Tiffany Haddish uh, hosted, she's funny as hell. Everybody looked bomb at this concert. We had floor seats. Uh, Labelle, we were, we were. First of all, I don't know if anyone's been to New Orleans, but like it is a drinking motherfucking city like i I, I I don't know how people everyone there's everyone there's an alcoholic it's like high blood pressure alcoholic that's a good example of stay fun stay young new orleans because they drink and stay they drink and stay about it they were about it i was i crumbled at the end we try to be about it (laughs) um so we're drinking we did mushrooms the mushrooms started to hit Oh, ja- uh, fucking Jasmine Sullivan performed. She was so good. She was so good. Um, Erica somehow thought we were at the club. She's like, I'm going to go walk around. I was like, we're at a concert. She's like, no, I'm just going to walk around and see who I see. Like, just go walk around. I was like, okay. So her and her nigga like, leave to go check out the club. And me and Orlando are just like in deep days. And I don't know who came on at this point. And then Erica comes back and is like, Remember Dale from that from that brand partnership we did? I just met him. Come meet him. I was like, I'm not moving. Also, who? Dale. Remember Dale? I met him. I was like, okay. I couldn't wait to tell you. That's he, on, your, on your club circle, that's who you... Okay, well. Um, and then uh, Patty LaBelle came on. No, was it? Yeah. Patty LaBelle came on, and Orlando was in a deep... Deep enchanted. This is where we're going to insert the video here, where Orlando is in deep contemplation and awe of Miss Patty. And Orlando was like an old black woman. He was the auntie. He was an auntie Orlando. I looked over and he was in such bliss. He was so happy. And me and Jamila, I think that's when the mushrooms really hit because we were dying fucking laughing. We we laughed so hard. I cried. I don't even know if I could stand up. I was crying. I was like, wow, of all the headliners, this is his shit. He was like he singing came for Patty and her toes, okay? <laughs> and Patty threw them shoes off. It was a rat. And she looked good. I think she's like 80-something. She, she looks fucking great. Phenomenal. She was wonderful. She looked good in that red. 
She did. And then um, Janet came. I'm scared. I, <laughs> I'm scared. I don't even want to talk about it because it's on it. Like, <sighs> this is my problem, you guys. If something irritates me, I can't let go. <laughs> I literally can't let go. I can't let go. So Erica's fucking annoying f- partner <laughs> was so caught up about traffic that he kept saying we had to leave Janet early. So he kept pulling us to leave. And I was like, fuck you. I don't want to leave. But I was high, so I was getting confused easily. <laughs> and I was like, are we going to be stuck here? Like, how stuck? Like, <laughs> Uh, uh, level of 10 to stuck. Uh, anyway, we left early on That's My Love Girl Goes. And honestly, I could still cut him till this day. Like if something happens to him, it might be me because like I'm still not over it. And I don't know if I'll be over it for like at least a decade unless you – we do it again. Okay. Well, I'll let him the know. The only – okay. Let him listening, know. listening, babe. You have to let redo this. Let soulmate Bay know. If he wants to be the soulmate, he's going to have to remake this happen. And maybe he'll perform at me. She'll perform at me in Orlando's <laughs> wedding. I don't know. It's going to have to be big because I am – still pissed but also i was so confused <laughs> i was like walking on clouds i was like has she been forming a long time we're on that's the way love goes fuck him <laughs> she didn't have any words she was just giggling <laughs> i don't know anyway we left we did leave i really didn't have words i didn't put up a fight but i also didn't say anything also we wanted <laughs> she, nobody had words so also we also were invited to a spotify party <clears throat> yes shout out to spotify shout out to alexis 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 and her boyfriend mm-hmm. um invited us to the spotify at I this point i was wasted at that point mila tried to drown me with tequila in <laughs> Wait, the car so we we're so wasted we we Oh, look at that. We got a fucking Uber in five minutes. Probably because we left the concert really fucking early. <laughs> anyway, so we're really having fun, though. We're really feeling the mushrooms. And, oh, you know in Orleans you could take drinks out of anywhere, like the bottle. You could take the whole <laughs> shit wherever you want. Like it's a fucking to-go cup. So we're like <laughs> in the back of the fucking Uber, like, woo, God, mom's going wild. <laughs> and then like... <laughs> The most non-ratchet song comes on, like, and then Erica, that song? I don't know. Erica gets up, like, (laughs) (laughs) well, I miss you, and I I love you. I was so confused. I was like, (laughs) why is she riding him in the back seat to this song? I was like, why don't we tell the drill? Whatever. So then I got into it. (laughs) Fuck it. And I, then she like I like lean back. She, comes, on her. she leans back because she's so small. She leans back in the chair, opens her mouth right into my lap. And I said, I had a cup of tequila, and I was like, "Whoa, drive the boat!" And I poured it into her mouth, and she like, <laughs> she tried to drown me. Spits it all over my dress. Literally, all over her it came face. out of my nose. It burned so fucking bad, bitch. It was like, whoa. At the time. Party foul. Seemed like a good move. You know what? It didn't matter because I was drunk. I, I, I moved on real quick. My dress was all wet. It didn't matter. I, we wiped off her face. We got to the spot if I can't like the party. We go to the bar because we're not drunk enough. Because <laughs> fuck it. Die. <laughs> Die, ho. So we go to the bar. And then, you know, I don't know. I don't know. You know, we're like some L.A. ass bitches. So if we go to like a festival, we're like, oh, we're going to see the, all the parties in the area. We think it's Coachella. Like, <laughs> that's what we had in mind. We're like, we got to go to the Spotify party because, yeah, like, it's going to be celebrities there and shit. <laughs> so we're like on the pal for people. I don't know. And we like all split up. No, there was music playing. And I was like, who's performing? So oh. I went to go see who was performing. And it was Alex L. I think. 
Alex, it was Alex Isley. No, but that's what she says. That's what she said in the car. In the car, she's like, Alex L is performing. I'm like, she's gonna do poetry. She's gonna do poetry. I was like, it's gonna be spoken word. I was like, I don't know. I think she's singing now. I literally thought I was like, she has an R and B album now. Alex L, you didn't know. Okay, she also does R and B now. Alex Isley. It was beautiful. And then I ran into Jade. And then I couldn't find Jamila. Wait, wait, keep in mind, the person who invited Alexis, shout out to Alexis. She actually works for um, Refinery29. And she reached out to us for like a business opportunity. So this is like low-key a business like meeting. Like, hey, girl. Yeah, we're so business people. Like, work with us. But instead, we show up to the party drunk as hell, all mushrooms with our naked. like, ah, hey, girl. So- we're living true to the brand. So, yeah, we're living very true I'm to the brand. I'm a motherfucking rock star, okay? We are rock stars. In the words of Damon Dash, I'm a motherfucking rock star. I'm a motherfucking rock star. So. I'm just giving you the elements, okay? <laughs> we get to the party. There's a performance. Everything's going good. I am like, when I get drunk, I go on a mission. Like, I just want to see everything that's going on. Erica, you really did. You were like <laughs> Pac-Man. I was like, where the fuck I needed fish? to see, like, all the, like, levels of the house. I just needed to see what was going on in there. Erica left me. So then I was like, there was an upstairs with like security covering it. I was like, all the celebrities must be upstairs. <laughs> In my mind, I made up this whole thing. And I was like, and Erica must be up there having a good time. So Orlando is like talking to our business associate that we just met and her boyfriend. And I'm like just going around the house. And then I just walk by Orlando and I hear him say like, yeah, we just came back from Mexico for 30 days. And I walk back by and I hear him say, we had sex like every single day. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? To fu- the Spotify girl? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> No, not the Spotify girl. The, our business, like, who got us into That's the party. I mean. She works for Spotify, oh, she too. Does? Yes. Oh, great. She does both. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, we had sex every day. Wild sex for 30 days straight. <laughs> and I'm like, why is he talking this so much? This is what much? happens. We date a fucking podcaster, yo. <laughs> so, But I'm too drunk to, like, say shit. You act like you, would, you, act like you wouldn't do the same shit. I was like, whatever. We're there drunk, bitch. We're there drunk. So then I see it into the upstairs VIP and I'm like, I make a beeline to go upstairs. I'm like, <laughs> up the stairs. I do a full 360 of upstairs. There's not shit going on back there. You're not up there. Nothing's back there. I come back to Orlando and he's like, that should be a lesson to you. <laughs> it's not greener on the other side. I was like, I was like in Orlando make a profit on mushrooms. I was like, hi. And I was like, <laughs> He's right. Orlando the prophet. I was like, he's right. There's nothing better upstairs. Don't keep searching. Don't keep seeking. I was like, he's talking about you? Like, spoke to your soul. I was like, okay. <laughs> then, so now I'm like, where the fuck is Erica? So I make it back outside just in time to see Erica's behind the bar. I was like, how'd she get to, how'd she get to the bar? So I'm like, hey, bitch, pour me a shot. I was bartending. People she's, are- like, pour, she's like pouring shots. And then the bitch comes from behind and snatches the bottle from her right as she hands me my drink. She's like, sorry. <laughs> sorry, you were gone. So I took, I was like, the- she was gone. She was gone for like five minutes. I was like, you can't leave the bar unattended when there's drunk people. What the fuck? Oh, my God. Then me and Orlando were inside with our new friends, Alexis and her boyfriend. And this other like beautiful girl comes to stage and but i didn't recognize her i was like who's this and alexis is like i don't know i think it's like like open mic like anyone can go i'm like really i was like she looks really well dressed and then we're like just talking and then she plays the song the one song that i know but i've been playing it in mexico so hard it's called sailor moon you actually put me on so it starts playing i was like oh my god oh my god and me and orlando like ah! 
nobody's reacting except us. We run, it's not that big. We run across like, excuse me, excuse me, hello. <laughs> She's like, it's a house, you guys. It's not like a stage it's in a house. And me and Orlando are front row singing the song. <laughs> I'll be your Sailor Moon. There's only room for two. <laughs> and then she like comes over by us because we're obviously fans. We're biggest fans. <laughs> the biggest fans of the party. And she like sings to us. I was so happy. Oh, she sang to you? Basically, yeah, oh, because wow. we are the number one fans at the party. Everyone else was like, what the fuck? <laughs> First of all, she had sung five songs by that point. <laughs> but, this, but that was the one. That was the one. That was her hit. I actually have some pictures with her too. I need to post those so she can like know that I love her. <laughs> but um, and then the party ended, and you know we're always looking for the next big thing. Yep, because sure. good mom's gone wild. And you know what the best next best thing is? It's strip club. Hello, the strip club. So we roll up to the strip club, roll in. I don't even know. I feel like we just like tumbled in there. It's called a club pressure. We tumbled in club pressure. And I got in there immediately, and I was like, what the fuck is this shit? But I told it's you, It's like ho. a fucking banquet hall. I told you, hoes, why we went to Club Pressure. Club <laughs> Pressure has the be- best fried fish <laughs> of all New Orleans. It the does. fried shrimp are good, too. They, I don't know who's cooking back there at the motherfucking Pressure Strip Club, because that fucking fried fish is worth $150 it is. each. I will say, because when I got there, I was pissed. I was pissed, and I got dark real fast, and Mila was like, why are you so dark? Because I was like... <laughs> Mila was getting mad at me for like saying dark shit because like suddenly my mushroom high went dark because I was literally in a banquet hall where it felt like I don't know it felt the like strippers weren't even really naked. The, the, it was like, are they sad? I was like, are the strippers sad? Are they being putting up? Are they being put up to this? It didn't feel like um, a voluntary effort. It just felt oh, don't make it seem like we're going to everyone, the sex, you know, the sex you know, trafficking strip club. You know, what do you mean it's not voluntary? You what? Know, no, have you? Ever it seen, was voluntary. Okay, okay, it's voluntary but awkward. You know, like when you see like group sex at on porn and like everyone's kind of standing around the edges just staring like looking like could i get in or like oh god i can't believe this is happening that's what it felt like there let me tell you let me i'll tell you there was no one in the middle it was bare let me tell you so black it was too it was well lit i was like yo black strippers are bougie i'll say it as a black woman i'll tell you guys you bitches if you go in the down south areas where they make a lot of money those bitches are beautiful and they're little bitches. I've been and they'll literally not dance until people start throwing money. Like, bitch, this is your job. You entertain us until we feel like tipping you. But like, if you go to the down south clubs, it's very uncomfortable. It's like, come on, niggas, I got no money. You're gonna go let she ain't taking off no panties. They like punk you until you tip them. Well, no so the, one was tip spending any money. And there. then also like they'll just stare at you mean until like it's just not a good. But also, like, I don't think I saw one titty or one. Ass, like I didn't coochie, see. I nothing. didn't see a coochie or a nipple. I'm so. Un- it was bathing suits because I think because they sold sold alcohol there. It was highway robbery. Anyway, I said some dark ass shit that maybe I won't say. <laughs> oh yeah, and I was like, why would you say that? We're here. I was like, and she was like, what? And then I think, I think my boo said some other dark shit. And we, me and him had just got into a stupid fight like ten minutes before, and Jamila was just over us. And on top of like, on top so of negative. on top of being taken out of Janet Jackson, she got re-triggered. I don't know. Um, but, then, but, but we also keep in mind we brought Alexis and her boyfriend, our professional. Oh yeah, our, we also our, dragged our, them to the strip club. We're like, you want to come with us? Um, but then the food came, and then everything was right in the world. I lost my attitude. Everything was great. Me and Mila were friends again. This is the best. Me and Mila were friends again, and everything was good in the world. It was the fucking best mac and cheese i've ever had maybe and also the best fried fish and shrimp because we got both the customer service is shit the the man was not nice to us 
it's overpriced as fuck. Didn't see now titty. The the bitches weren't kind about the the dances they were getting. The ATM fee was too fucking high. We did give a do- we did give one girl a hundred dollars. One hundred? Didn't you get a hundred dollars out? I think I bought two dances. We were trying to find girls to dance with our men. We if like, you have this, <laughs> at one point, me and Mila were like, "We should spoil them. They're so good to us. Like, let's go find them some strippers. This, Come on, these let's are go. the high thoughts we have. Like, we we're like, go like, get two hundred dollars out. We're gonna go crazy. It's like they're so good. Like, they deserve this. Let's go find <laughs> high quality bitches for them. If you have to hunt out a bitch at the strip club, then it's not a good strip club. <laughs> the bitch, I couldn't be- find one person. Literally, I was like, nope. Like, oh, like that. No. I found one, no, and I, the bitch barely cracked a smile. She didn't I'm do like, shit. She was just like, <laughs> I was like, that's how. She, that's how. That's and then how, I was like, I'm not a spending. She's not. No. I was like, let's just get this 150 dollars catfish and get the fuck out of here, okay? It's delicious. <sighs> well, that was Essence Fest. It was wonderful. Shout out to Planned Parenthood. Shout out to Alexis. I hope we didn't scare you. We still want to do that partnership if, if possible. <laughs> we'll behave. <laughs> Promise. Um. <laughs> What else has been going on, dear? Well, you know, today on the internet, I happened to ask our people and on our Discord, they had any questions for us. Oh, yeah. Truth or truth. Truth or truth. I I also offered dare, but no one seemed to dare us. Maybe because we're so daring. Good moms come you did say, yeah, Okay. Well, I'm good because I can only imagine what these what people can find. Um. So yeah, if you haven't joined our Discord, make sure you join our Discord. We have a lot of people over there and they actually asked some interesting questions. <clears throat> we also had some very strange ones. Do y'all watch niggas in the shower through a crystal ball? The answer is yes. Of course we do. What else would I become a witch to do? Be honest. Are y'all the problem or are men the problem? Both. 60-40. What's 40. your birth control, STI protection, etc.? so personal are we having sex next week (laughs) birth control um unpopular answer but i don't really like condoms for the whole country but um i started taking birth control because actually orlando's pull-out game is excellent um it's very very well pulled out but um i was breaking out and i found an old box of (laughs) Birth control, just about six months old. And I started taking that recently. But yeah, and generally it's just the pull out. And if it's someone um I don't it's not Orlando prior to that, it would be condoms. Yes, I think now that I have the committed partnership, we've gotten tested. And so now my pull out method is my birth control. Um <clears throat> I believe that I can control when I get pregnant. <laughs> With her, with her mind. She told me this. With her mind. With my mind and the flow app. Well, I heard they're doing a flow app to like trigger if you get pregnant so they can see you if you get an abortion because of Rover's weight or something. Yeah, they're like tracking your moves. They're tracking your period too. I don't know, but my period seems, they're, they're, it's pretty tracked. It's, they're not wrong. They know when it's coming. They well, know when it ends. I hope you don't get pregnant and need to have an abortion. They're going to investigate you. I live in California. Lucky for you. If you move, you're fucked. I know. Fuck. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, here's a good one. Why am I not horny after I had my daughter? It's been a year since I've had sex. You've gone through a life-changing, traumatic experience with your vagina? You're fucking tired, bitch. You're tired, and maybe your partner isn't doing enough. How about that? Or do you have a partner? I don't know. But if, he, but if, if not, you're tired. Maybe he's not doing enough. And... 
some, you have to fight for that shit sometimes. And like everyone thinks that like when you're either when you're pregnant, you get this, you get super horny. I did not. Like there's yeah. all these misconceptions around these certain timelines you're supposed to hit after, before, during. Like don't judge yourself. It's cool. It'll come back. But there's different things that you can do to kind of tap into yourself. You know, masturbation is a big thing that I, you know, obviously advocate for and exploring your own self-pleasure. And sometimes your self-pleasure looks different after kids. You've literally went through this life-shifting thing. This, Your body has shifted. Things have moved around. And, like, you might have to kind of familiarize with this new body, too. Because I knew for me, when I, after I had my daughter, I felt really uncomfortable with my body. I did not feel sexy. So, like, checking with yourself, like, do you just not feel sexy? Did you gain weight? Have you not lost it? Is that the reason? Because I know for me, that was part of the reason. It was that. It was like I was <clears throat> going through postpartum depression. I didn't even realize it at least for a year, at least on top of like, you know, other things happening in life and relationships, like check in with yourself and and see what see what it is and don't give up. You will be horny again. And are you getting sexy for yourself? Like, you know, doing your hair, getting dressed, feeling good. I think mm -hmm. that's important too. We have another good one about, I think a lot of people <clears throat> have pregnancy questions. And one girl said, after after having my daughter, I have a hard time staying wet. Do you have any tips? Duh, V vitamins. Oh, yes. Girl, yo, listen, I'm already like very wet. So, and I use V vitamins, not for wetness per se. I use it for, you know, balancing my pH and just making sure that everything feels 100 down there. But I was having sex the other day and it was so wet. Like, I'm already so wet. I'm so this was wet. some other level. Yeah. Like, I got to be careful. You should. Like, I personally have to be careful. So if you do struggle from wetness, this shit I'm telling you, and you can read the reviews online. Like, you don't have to, like, trust what we're saying. I'm telling you. Like, read the reviews. 90% of them are women saying that, like, their partners are, like, more pleased than ever. They're more pleased. They feel more confident. And they can have sex come more comfortably because they're wet and juicy because of B vitamins. Yeah. It's bomb. Be careful. <laughs> um, and then you can use our code too. So not only that, you can have wet ass, fresh ass, punani, and you can get ten percent off when you use GMBC ten. So please take our advice. Get wet or pussy today. Get that wop. I, my pussy's very wet. It, I wonder if there's like a medical term for like you know like like over wet pussy, like overstimulated hydro 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 pussy hydro. What's a vaginal hydro vaginal hydro hydro vaginal syndrome. <laughs> Oh, hello. I suffer for, um, from what is it? H HVS. HVS hydrovaginal syndrome. You have HVS too? I, I do. Do you? Fuck. I have HVS. God, I'm so glad I'm not alone. I, it's not just you. I have HVS. It's been hard over the years. It's girl. been so hard. I'm like, don't touch that lube. I'm like, oh my God, don't touch my arm. I'm wet already. I'm wet. Fuck. Yeah. Did you breathe on me? <gasps> God, now I got to change my panties again. Hypersensitive vaginal sensitive fluids. <laughs> Okay, well, now that everybody knows that. <laughs> <clears throat> Just slides right in. Oh, my gosh. Let's see. How can I have a threesome with y'all? Hmm. This is a woman, by the way. Um, if you get this treat us really nice, like take us out to eat, like wine us and dine us, maybe take us dancing, make us feel really comfortable. Um, ask us our sign. Um, like do light touches, like let us know what the vibe is. Do thoughtful things. Mm -hmm. Like 
build rapport, get to know us individually. Yeah, know each of our love languages and then tap into that. And say like, do you want a three-way kiss? And then we'll probably just say, okay. <laughs> Honestly, if you listen to enough episodes, you can figure it out. <laughs> That's actually the scariest part of all of this. <laughs> this. Yeah. I've already had a nigga study me and tap in and I fell for it. Fell for it. Like, give him a blunt. Give him one. Give him some weed and some tequila. They'll be so happy. <laughs> Take him somewhere fancy. Wow, that's super basic. <clears throat> Did y'all go completely weed free for your pregnancies? I'm finding it so hard. No, I didn't. I smoked weed throughout my pregnancy because that's all I had. That's that's what I held on to, and I needed it. I was a stressed ass bitch. So thank God for cannabis during pregnancy. I also breastfed and smoked so if you need to do it that's your decision you know what you need to do with your body and Luna's great I didn't smoke but that was because honestly one of the reasons why I was shame of course because I my doctor told me everything I shouldn't do and I was terrified to make any wrong move during my pregnancy because I, I don't even know why like I knew my body was capable of doing of anything but I was still felt like Suddenly I was, it was my job to protect this person and comp like all the things that could potentially compromise her. Like I had to just do away with. So weed was one of those things I was kind of like on the, f I was kind of like, I probably can smoke. But then my baby daddy, he smoked a lot of blunts and I just got so sick of the smell that I got, like I associated it with weed and so I didn't even want weed after a while. In fact, I was so irritated he was smoking. And I was like, I'm pregnant and you're smoking. And you know I don't fucking like the smell. And you're going to smoke in the garage where the shit is going to seep through the door. Where I I was a bitch. So, yeah. Didn't smoke weed. Um, I also didn't tell my doctor. I was pretty transparent about a lot of things. But I didn't give a lot of people a lot of space to give their opinion. No, and I didn't do it a lot like in public. Like a couple of times I think I like hit a bong one time. And I remember my baby daddy's friend looking at me. And I was like. Don't you say shit, motherfucker. I'm a grown-ass woman. <laughs> but other than that, I feel like sometimes you, if you let too many opinions, it will, like, fuck with your, like, your primal instinct, you know? Yeah, no. For sure. I definitely asked way too many people's opinions during my pregnancy. And if I were ever to have another baby, I'd totally do it different. I know so much more. I'm so much more armed now. I was even writing about that in the book about, like, just like we have so many resources and anyone that's listening right now, you have so many resources. I'm telling you like right here, like you really do because we've done all the research for you. Right. I've learned so much just from like your experience, from people that have come on the show and shared their experience and just being able to pick and choose the things that I'm like, yeah, that feels like me. That feels safe. Oh yeah. That is the lie someone told me, right. you know? So yeah, do your own research. Would y'all share Orlando sexually? <laughs> oh. Like he's a little piece of meat. Yeah, right. Would y'all share? share him? I feel like I would just like pass him back and forth. <laughs> you want a piece of this, baby? I'll, you know what? Let me say a little bit. It works pretty good. <laughs> you want it? I'm going to send him over there. He's going to be over there around eight. You good? Is that good for you? <laughs> oh, my God. I know. I don't think. I don't I think, think we have. I think, I think we're pretty close. We're pretty intimate. We all love each other very much. We already share him. We do. We he's share our, him in work. We share him in. I love him. He's our so husband. We, he's shared. But sexually, um, I think I'm okay. I love you, Orlando, but I'm good. You don't like that growl? I think I'm going to let you have that, you know? Like, that's your baby, you know? Yeah. Boundaries. Boundaries. We don't We don't share it. <laughs> we a share a lot of things. things. Yeah. It's just special occasions where we've had goddess treatment. Yeah, I don't have any desire to share my nigga with you at all. No. I'm, We're both water signs. We're both 
water signs with claws. Yeah, I'm very possessive. Mm-hmm. I might actually, that actually might make me mad. <laughs> okay. Fuck any other bitch with him, just not you. No. I mean, I can, I'm you know, fine Not with because that. you, it's like, no, that's, that Jamila's mine. No. That's okay. my Jamila. Not because you're fucking him. Okay. Me because you're mine. <laughs> Don't touch Don't fucking touch her. her. You think you like her? I only I can like her. No, you didn't please her good. Get the fuck, get out of here. Get out. <laughs> out of here we're nuts yeah oh no it's not gonna work um let's see <laughs> did you let dame get the cookies i no. think i think they mean damon dash did uh, we let damon get the cookies no damon got no cookies damon didn't get any cookies. no cookies guys. in the cookie jar there's no cookies there's a story but there's no cookies we i think we told the, the story on patreon so if you want to hear the story then go to that episode with damon dash <laughs> Can you get my number to Sharona's? I can. Yeah, send it. <laughs> I'll send it to you. I really will. Sharona's, get, get ready. I'm about to send you a text with about 42 numbers. <laughs> Take your pick. Hmm. Any other ones you see on there? Are you? I don't know what order you're going in. I'm just looking around. Um, someone said, um, someone said, wow, there's a lot here. How do you vet women for a threesome? My male, male, female has been easier because men are easy to find. Well, I've... I found it actually difficult to um, wrangle up the male, male, female men's, but I think to vet a woman for a threesome, you know, just go on a dating hinge, app, dating app, like hinge and like their receptiveness to both flirting with her. Yeah. Field. There's a lot of apps that you can literally are for that purpose. And, but vetting, um, I mean, you have to make sure you have to get on text. You have to talk, maybe do a FaceTime, like, Get the vibes. You know the vibes. You know when people are weird. Um, is being a naked mom different because you have girls, or would it be the same if you had a boy? I, it would be the same. Yeah, I feel like it'd be the same too. I birthed you. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, Close your eyes. <laughs> no, I birthed you. I'm I, just saying, go if it bothers you. I, go bu- I built you. This body built you. What the fuck? Um, my um, my. <laughs> Okay. Miami. Miami. Miami? <laughs> Miami tour or meetup. We're going to get a Miami tour date. Yeah. We're going on tour and we're going to get Miami. to Miami. Welcome to me. Oh my God. Wow. I'm an act of fool. Yeah. I can see it. It's happening. We had to get the cold cities out the way, but now, now we're, we're all going white. to the warm. Um, is it gay if a man likes to get fucked by a woman with a strap on? No. No. Someone wants a lesbian show. A lesbian show? I guess. Like, what does maybe, that mean? Maybe for us to give a lesbian show, like a like a like a lesbian lap dance. Oh, you want me to give you a lap dance? Sure, come on. <laughs> we don't have any music. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you gotta pay for that. Yeah, you gotta pay for the lesbian show. <laughs> it's not for free. Um, who do you guys trust to help you with your children as single mothers, other than the father? My friends, my family, my people tribe. That, yeah, people that I trust genuinely, like wholeheartedly. You don't have to question it for one second. Yeah. Instinctually. Have you ever had sex or masturbated with your kid close by? Yeah, they yeah. live in our house. Yeah, so. they live there. So, all the time. I don't wait. I mean, obviously, I don't like do it prime time, kid time. <laughs> Mommy will be right back. <laughs> Actually, I have. When she pissed me off one time, I was like, I'm on edge. Something's got to happen here. <laughs> <laughs> Something Mommy has, has a timeout. You know what? 
Peppa is, put on Peppa Pig. I'm locking the door. Don't come in here. Because sometimes masturbation is used to get the edge off. It's not just for sex. And I have, I have, I've used, I specifically remember a time and I couldn't <laughs> believe that I was doing it. But afterwards I felt fucking better. Oh, that's a great advice. Mom advice. That's a mom tip. If you're on edge, go masturbate. Just lock the door, put the water on, put the music on, get it out, get back to momming. It's a life hack. You're welcome. Yep. Masturbate the mom. Is that the next shirt? I don't think that one's going to go over very smoothly. <laughs> I don't think gonna, maybe make it a vibrator. Pleasure than momhood. Pleasuring. I don't know. Mom vibes, vibrator. Rub it out. Mom break. <laughs> Would you make a vibrator? Rub it out. Break? Thug it out. <laughs> oh, Erica. Rub this, it out. Mom it out. Sorry. Okay, I'm done. That's it. <laughs> this one says, tell your chippy story. Oh, God, guys. Okay, well, I have a hoary. I guess it's, it is kind of like a hoary because it it's kind of like the worst thing that could ever have happened to me. I'm vain, and also this is permanent. Permanent whore. <laughs> it's not permanent. Bitch, it is permanent. It's permanent. I'll never get it back again this way, ever in life. My virgin. Uh, 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 horror stories. So, anyway, me and, you know, my soulmate Bay, he doesn't live in. Um, LA. He lives in New York. And so we do a lot of FaceTiming. We do a lot of, you know, sex FaceTiming. We're just, you know, we have fun. We pull our dicks out and we pull our tits out and we pull our body parts out at any given time. And so it was really early in the morning. It was like probably like six in the morning. He, I look at my phone. He's calling me. I'm happy because I love, I love looking at my phone and seeing that he's reached out first thing in the morning. And I get excited and I go in the kitchen and I call him and we're talking and I'm like FaceTiming me because everyone knows this is the best angle to FaceTime in. It's the best one. You look skinnier and prettier, especially in the morning. You know, I was standing right in front of the window where the sun hits. Mm. You know, you get that good lighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that. So I'm talking and we're laughing and then he pulls his dick out and yeah. So I was like being nasty and I was like, ah, ah, boom. The phone <laughs> fucking cracks me in the fucking face. Okay, bitch? And I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And I'm covering my nose and he's like, are you okay? Oh my God, are you okay? And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, and I, I run to the mirror and, he, and I was like, I think I chipped my tooth. And he's like, no, you didn't. There's no way you fucking chipped your tooth. And I was like, no, I really think I did. I look in the mirror, bitch, and I smile. My fucking front tooth is chipped. Like, Almost half. That's not, like, not half. Bitch, this is with st- still has a fix on it. Only a part of it tripped off. Oh. You can't even see. It's still, it's like, oh. Yeah. It's still not that bad. I was traumatized. I immediately looked, looked in the mirror and started crying. He was laughing. I was crying. Then he felt bad. Then I was laughing. It was just a whole thing. <laughs> and yeah, that's my chips tooth sex hoary. And now it really is a horror story because I've gotten it fixed at least three times now and it keeps breaking. So now I'm Twice. Concerned. You got it fixed twice. I'm going to go on Wednesday and I'm pretty sure it's going to break again. So I feel like I just need to either find another doctor or She's just get doctor. a veneer. But I'm if I get one veneer, that means I have to get another veneer. Oh, wait. That really means I got to like all of my teeth because how no. can you only have one veneer? Relax. Relax. Oh relax. You just have to go to a different doctor. I like my teeth. That's I. You have beautiful teeth. You still have beautiful teeth. They're just going to fix it a little bit from a different doctor. That's their specialty. That's not that doctor's specialty. I thought it was a specialty. He's like a really good doctor. He did. That's not his specialty. You got to go to the specialty one and you'll be fine. Trust me. 
You don't have to get 12 new veneers. You don't have to get the chiclets. I'm going to have the whole I'm going like, to go to Columbia. I'm going to go there and just get the good one. The girl, I can't remember her name, but she does really I feel great like work. If you get teeth, I have to get teeth because we're together all we the time. We can't get teeth. <laughs> we're never getting teeth. I don't want to get teeth. That's where I draw the line. That's where I draw the line in money and fame. I don't fame. know. Some of the teeth look good. We can't get the teeth, bitch. <laughs> I refuse. That's where I draw the fucking line in wealth and riches. Okay, there's certain aesthetics you can't tap into. <laughs> teeth is one of them. It's crazy. If you ever change your gap, I will curse you I'm out. I'm not getting the teeth. Can you imagine Jamila with a closed gap, guys? That's that's kind of like my worst nightmare. I had it. I just lost my retainer. It's terrifying. Don't ever close it. Okay. Especially because you need it for giving head now. Flint mitts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks <laughs> for those tips. Anyway, that's my chip story. And whoever asked that, fuck you, because I'm triggered now. <laughs> Oh, baby, it's fine. You're beautiful. Thanks. Um, what's your wildest sex fantasy? My wildest sex fantasy. Hmm. Well, I've always like I want to get. I've let you know I'm a sub, so I really want to get tied up in a really like, kind of like. Have you ever seen like the bondage ones where they like put you in these really fucked up positions? And they hang you. Mm-hmm. That's like con- suspended, mm-hmm. suspended, like and like where you're literally like you have no choice. Mm-hmm. That's a sex fantasy that I want, but I want people to be there and watch me. You want, okay, yeah, your friends or like strangers, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> both. Okay, <laughs> a nice mixture of yeah, healthy balance. Sprinkle, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then because my boo is kind of like he's kind of like a rock. He's like rock and roll sort of like. <laughs> He would be wearing leather, like a leather vest or something. And like, I don't know. I just see him like in his dom space, just really tapped in. And yeah, I just relinquishing control in front of everyone. Huh. I, I you know, you think you know everything about somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and then you don't. Uh, and surprise. <laughs> you could or could not possibly be there in the fantasy. I don't think this is a surprise. I've I've I kind know. of lightly done all of these things. I know in one way or another. I just, okay, it makes sense that it all like combo. Basically, together. I the whole experience combined. That's true. Um, I'm trying to think of like my wild. Okay, like my wildest sex fantasy. So probably my wildest sex fantasy may be like <laughs> being dominated gently by like two girthy, big penis, fine-ass men, but also being catered to, but also having to submit and, like, being taken advantage of and maybe being, like, the babysitter and it's, like... What? I'm the babysitter and, like, that's, like, the dad and his friend and they're, like, taking advantage of me. Mm. Something like that. Got it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Makes sense. Are you surprised? (laughs) No. Okay. No. Uh, What is is your uh, ultimate go-to sex position? Mm. Doggy style? Yeah, I think that's universal. Yeah. You know, I've meant Reverse to tell cowgirl. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just want you to look at it. Check mm-hmm. this out. Check what out. Check what mm-hmm. I got right here. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot to tell you that I I used your your last Tori um in Mexico, and I put my suction cup dildo on the windows. And it was a very nice touch. Oh, yeah. It was a surprise. Orlando was like, oh. I was like, you like that? <laughs> he was like kissing me while I was sucking it. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. From the back. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of the back, yeah. Speaking of which, wait, randomly. Have you, you know, you know Kevin Gates, right? 
Oh my god, yes. <laughs> I, are you gonna send did you see the video? <laughs> <laughs> Why wait, wait, the, the, that? the post? I mean, the, the like when he was talking about when he was talking to Creation, aka City Girls, yeah, aka yeah, yeah. Miami. Miami. Orlando showed me that, and I was like, I sent it to my boo, and he was like, "What are you trying to tell me?" <laughs> and what did you say? I said, "This turned me on because this is what we did, and it turned you on, so stop playing." <laughs> okay. Like, but I don't know if you've seen this Kevin Gates clip where he talks about like, or she said, "What would you do if like I slept with someone else or something?" He's like, "If you was my girl and you fuck somebody else, I'm gonna ask you." But where's the video? You gonna, you gonna show me the video? <laughs> he was like dead face. This is I could tell that type of man's manipulation. But he's like, I'm gonna get inside your head and I'm gonna fuck you good. I could see all the manipulation all poured all over Kevin Gates when I watched that video. He's like, I want to interview him. <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a little bit of that toxicity. <laughs> then go home. No, but when I saw that, I was like, he's like, you gonna show me the video? And she's like, what? He's like, are you gonna show me the video? You getting? <laughs> yeah, so that I can bust that no, shit he's down. He's like, I can get rock high and I can bust that shit down. I was like, huh. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. she looked like she was taken aback. Yeah. A, if you could take aback a city girl, well, gee, my old golly. You really did it. Can someone call him and tell him Good Moms is, is calling out for him? I DM'd him. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Perfect. He hasn't answered yet because he has a million point four followers, but you know, I'll just be somewhere I'm, on I'm that back page. Somebody listening knows Kevin Gates. Tell just, Kevin the Good Moms are looking for him. Thank you. Mm hmm. We'll come to where he's at. Where does he live? Atlanta, maybe? I don't know. No, he lives here. I think he does live here. Yeah, he doesn't have a farm with Draco. I don't know. It's it's it, it's unclear. I, I think, yeah, they do have a farm. I don't know if it's here. Yeah. Or I don't know why that voice. I'm like, are you from Houston? Where do you live? <sighs> yeah, that that video. I got like, I got like... I I would have like my my old self would have gotten a little wet, but I I, I got triggered. I, I felt was, both sides. I was like, "You're on some bullshit." I was like, "This is how you get girls fucked up." I in was the like, head. "I know better I than to do this, but I can still appreciate." This. I can, I could appreciate. That's how it. I felt. I was like, "I know you. I know this is you're not a sustainable man." <laughs> <laughs> but I like your style. But I like I your like style. That shit. <laughs> so talk that shit, Nate. Kevin. <laughs> We're not. Are we, the, are we the Kevin Samuels of podcast of women podcasting? <laughs> you're not a sustainable man. <laughs> You told me exactly what I want. You ain't no high value, man. You don't have an emotional intelligence. (laughs) Are you healed? Have you gone to a retreat? (laughs) Oh, my God. You would think that we're the women's Kevin Samuels the way niggas hate us. I'm like, whoa, calm down. Oh, my God. (laughs) Someone said, what do you consider a hoe phase? I mean, the hoe phase, whenever you are just tapping into whatever your needs are and wants are sexually, I don't know. Like, hoe is such a subjective word. So, I mean, what does hoe mean to you? I mean, to me, it'd be like when I was doing a little extra fucking. Yeah, you know, little, I was doing a little extra fucking that month. I'm like, bitch, you was doing a little extra. That fucking. was your whole phase. You had a little whole phase you last whole phases. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was doing like, a, a, like two months ago, I had this whole phase. When I was like, okay, for me, this is. This I go through. I call them seasons. I was just like, maybe I was juggling a lot of niggas that month. You know, I was just juggling a lot. Had a little niggas. I was really, I was expediting my exploring my wants and needs. I was ex, just exploration. Yeah, it's kind of like. Like, you know, when you take an intensive course, yeah, you know, an intensive an training, ex- you're expedition. like, you're like, boom, 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 boom. And then and they're you, like, yeah, nope, nope, nope. You, okay. I'm so glad I did that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you do that, that's what that is. I mean, at least to us. But I think some generally people think that's a negative connotation, but sometimes you need the whole phase to, you know, heal first, hoe later. Sometimes the hoeing is in the healing. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
because sometimes you've been suppressed. Your your sexuality has been suppressed. You've been judged. You've been shamed. And you need to tap into that. Like you could do what you want with your body. And if it's intentional and with someone who respects your body and you respect your body and are loving yourself and that's honoring the needs at that time, then that, my dear, is the positive hope. Literally, the whole exploration of my, like the beginning of my singleness and the reason in which I think we even might have a podcast was because I explored had a hoe phase that needed to happen. I think it's called the positive hoe phase. I just coined it in my mind. The positive hoe phase. The positive. We've got to spin it. I had a positive hoe phase that that triggered my healing. I was lost in the sorrow of sadness, and I needed to get out there and explore my sex, my sensuality, my sexuality with a few different people to kind of trigger the things like, oh, oh, wait, I, I am. I, this is valuable. Oh, I am fine as fuck. Oh, I do have something to offer. Oh. I have choices here, you know, to then really trigger the healing. So I think the hoeing can happen first. And um, I encourage you to explore what that looks like for you. Now, if you're doing a lot of hoeing and not a lot of healing, you might have to. That's what well, you, so, but then you have to explore if you're doing it to uh, avoid the avoid healing. Avoid the healing. Yeah. And, and I think also you have to like I think as women, sometimes there's this idea that um, if you're having sex with someone, it needs to be, you know, a certain level of relation or like a certain level of accountability or like intention. But like people, I think sometimes people like you can use people for mutual usage and that's healthy when it's an exchange. And sometimes the purpose is not to marry or like that's okay. It doesn't have to be this forever thought. And even if you're looking for that, sometimes you it's nice to date and you know and and let people come and go as they please. You know, everything doesn't have to be this huge deep commitment. And it could still be healthy and respectful and fulfilling physically and for what you need at that time. Mhm. Agreed. Um and that's the truth. You're a host age or not your hoe stage. You're like that hoe experience. Face. Oh, yeah, that thing that you did was like, that was the thing that made me relate to you and be like, oh, we're more alike than we are different. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that was the thing. I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, this is this is my people. And it made me much more comfortable with you. And we had been friends, but it made me much like feel much more comfortable with you. And obviously we had just started the same embark of like single motherhood. So I felt like, you know, but... um Tapping into your sexuality and owning it is 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 radical and it could like really shift when you start making the rules. Mm-hmm. You know, like we live in society that have made so many rules over our bodies and over women. And so there's like there is an activation that happens when you take control of that narrative and decide what that means for yourself. And sometimes it means like some people can't fuck re- like rec- recreationally. Some women just can't do it. Some men can't do it. Mm-hmm. It's not for everybody. Sharing in that intimacy is what brought us together. You right. know, I shared something really intimate with you, which sex isn't is is intimate. You know, there's so many th- ways in which I think um, the ways the thing sharing makes people come close quickly. One of those things is sharing your sexual experiences with someone. Like, period. When you share something, like you know it. Like when you share something with someone that you obviously you feel like you can trust. Like there's a level of trust that's built there. And that can be whether you're talking about sex, whether you're talking about like something like a tragedy or something that's, you know, a trauma, like the act of sharing those intimate vulnerabilities is kind of the whole reason we have this podcast in general. So, And honestly, sharing has made me like give less fucks. 
you know, I realize I'm going to say things that are not perfect. I'm going to say things that I probably like, I don't feel that way anymore. But like, and being transparent and like even not vain, you know, like getting like our hair braided and like not always showing up beautifully. It kind of like reminds me that I can't even like, it's impossible to live up to like a, this standard all the time and just being vulnerable mm. and honest with yourself, really. Mm. Um, yeah. I love you. I love you too. Someone said, how has life changed since start of the podcast? Mm. I mean, there's so many ways that it's changed and there's still ways that it's still the same in a lot of ways, you know? Um, I think I personally, like emotionally, I'm in a different place. Um, I am, I feel more healed, obviously, in certain places that I was really hurt then. Um, I'm more educated. I feel I'm more free. For sure, I'm more free. Um, I'm, I don't know, I feel way more empowered and activated every day to knowing that I have my, I found my purpose. I didn't know, I didn't have a purpose before I started the podcast. I, especially like after having my daughter, I was like, my purpose is to just be a mom now. I don't know what that means. I knew that that couldn't be it. Like, no, but like, what was it? So I think I just feel more purposeful. I feel more whole. I feel more confident. Um, I just feel fucking good overall. You know, there's things, there's things that are still there though. I'm still working on certain things. I'm still living in certain places that I want to live. You know, like, but I'm blessed. You know, and so podcasting has been a catalyst to so much shit in my life. It's changed my life. And it's continuing to every single day. So, and really that's just the act of talking and sharing. Just like we were talking about in the last question, like just being able to be myself and show up as myself has been like, that's the biggest fucking flex of all. <laughs> wow. Well said. Yeah. yeah. That's fucking true. Like it, like podcasting, I think has been like this, uh, rapid healing you know, this like a uh, very like not on purpose accountability, you know, like constant accountability just to be saying shit out loud, like getting literally out into the cipher, like speaking spells constantly asking for things. And it has it's in, like it's motivated me and empowered me so much. And I, I think I have the ability to grow faster because I'm talking and listening so much. And I, f I do, I feel enriched by like my community and my tribe. I feel, yeah, purposeful. And like I found truly my purpose. And because I've, I'm walking in my purpose because I'm being myself, it's, it's just manifesting very easily. And I think really mostly like I realize that I'm fucking magic. Like literally I, I'm the alchemist of my of my life and all by talking honestly about who I am. Right, right. You know, and I think I noticed that like when in writing the book, you know, like it's kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's so cool to like watch each like I, I think about like watching your evolution from like the moment we met and like really reflecting on it and seeing like the journey of everything that you've gone through up until this moment, like, and being able to witness it is so fucking crazy and cool, you know? And like, and also like our children being a reflection of that too. Mm -hmm. Like watching these little humans, like there's, there's so many like visuals of the evolution 
and points of reference, which is crazy. And this audio journal that I'll have my whole life where I can go back and be like, I forgot. Well, how was I when I was 30? Bitch, let me go listen. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. You know, like it's, it's kind of crazy. It's like a healing tornado. That's what I feel like. It's just like spinning quickly and getting bigger and like gathering more energy, gathering more like, like when you, when you start to believe in it and it starts to happen effortlessly without thought, then I just feel like <clears throat> mm -hmm. I've unlocked a, a different level of like existing, of like ex experiencing pleasure. You know, like what I do brings me so much joy that it, I'm constantly making sure that everything that I do in my life also brings me joy. Mm. And I'm noticing it really quickly when it doesn't. Like, damn, my body hurts. I'm not doing something right. Like, I'm constantly clear about what feels good and what doesn't because I've been doing what feels good. And the more I do it, the more it's easier to navigate what does not. And the more I, like, remove that, the easier it becomes to manifest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have to get trim the fat, basically. Yeah. Stop hurting yourself. We get comfortable being in pain in our physical bodies, in our emotional bodies. Mm -hmm. Like, like people are like, oh, my stomach always hurts. I'm like, and we're still not like, I, that was me. Like, I'm always like, I know I'm in pain. Like, why do I keep doing and eating and consuming the things that like hurt me? Like, why do I keep introducing the same type of people or men in my life that I know are going to give me the same result? Like all these things that we do... It, when you become self-aware, yeah, it, it bleeds into every level of your life, and you can literally you can't ignore, ignore it, it anymore. Mm -hmm. You can't. You could, but that would be crazy because it's just it hurts you. Yeah, and you feel the pain more more intensely. Yeah, like oh, I gotta let you go. I gotta let that meat. Well, go. it's almost like this card you pulled, and like life will sit your ass down if you're and not honoring. Bitch, your you intuition. need to be still. You'll be sick. You'll you, you things won't progress for you anymore. Everything will stand still. Um, an affirmation in Discord. Okay, let me see. Affirmations in Discord. If you guys have not joined our Discord yet, make sure you do. We have hundreds of women in there connecting, talking. We have some really bomb-ass channels. Um, some sexy channels. Oh, I kind of like this one. Go ahead. Um, I am at peace with my former... I am at peace with my former versions of myself. Her mistakes were hers to have and not mine to carry. I am I'm at, at peace, peace with, with my former, with, the, with my, my former, former version of, of myself. myself. Her, her mistakes, mistakes were hers to have and not have. mine to carry. Her mistakes were hers to have and not mine to carry. Yes, let it go. Let it go and, and fuck anyone on. that tries to hold you to it. You can change. You can shift. You can change the trajectory. You can let go of that person of that relationship. And you don't have to carry it because this is your path and you only get one time in this life this way. Yeah. Honor yourself. Well, I love you. I love you too. Um, I wouldn't rather be doing this with anyone else. I know. Me neither. I texted you that yesterday. I was like, we got off the phone. We were talking about so many things. And I was like, I hope she knows like how much I love doing this shit with her. <laughs> it's crazy, but I'm excited still. I know. Still. You know, yeah, I still feel like like when we like when we first started it, I still feel if not more mm -hmm. like giddy and fun about it. Like I still feel the same way when you ask me like, do you want to do a podcast with me? I'm still like, oh really? Mm -hmm. oh, okay, <laughs> like you know when you're you're like little and you like have something new. And I told you I feel like I remember telling like my my friends like Erica asked me to start a podcast with her. <laughs> like she's like really? I'm like yeah. <laughs> 
we're totally doing it. Yep. What does that mean? I don't know. We're going to do stuff. <laughs> we're going to talk a lot. Yeah. I was so excited and I still feel that way. And I just love you so much more. And I'm so grateful that we get to do these things together and travel together and make the rules together and fucking manifest together and just see each other through. I would not imagine doing all this shit with anyone else. I think someone asked this in like somewhere if we have any other business ventures outside each other, I was like, what the fuck is wrong with them? I was like, they're trying to break us up. <laughs> Look at these people making us do independent shit. Delete them. Delete it. Delete it. That's why I think your fucking question didn't get in this fucking, because fuck no. She's not leaving me ever. Can't go on an audition. Stay here. Come here. Can she come too? I mean, she's just, she's Can my- you book us? <laughs> you just I'm standing in the corner. I'm standing. <laughs> go, girl. That's my- Right. I have to bring my assistant because <laughs> oh my goodness oh my god alright you guys well um, we love you too make sure you rate and review this episode on Apple Podcast get your tickets to the live show we're coming to a city near you so east coast get ready get your tickets we're coming at the end of the month of September and we want to see you yes and um, make sure you join us on Patreon you get access to our discord all this is in this episode description so Check it out. Bye. Bye.